Welcome to our second, second week of Seattleites in the South. So last week, we had some time for y'all to get to know us, right? We shared some tidbits just to tell you that, hey, we're here, we're out here, we're doing this for the girls. This week, <laughs> we're getting a little, a little juicy. We're getting a little juicy, we're getting a little spicy. So this week, we're talking about fuckboys and hoe faces. Now, all right, it's time, it is time for the pre-funk. I'm very interested to what you have prepared to bring to the table today. I have something very spicy, but I'm gonna let you go first. Or should I go first? What do you What do you want to do? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So in the 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 topic of fuckboys and hoe faces, I um out in the world in the past, the recent past, um, good sis, you know, good little sis Chloe Bailey is out here on Instagram shutting it down, living her best life, learning to love her body and love herself and just be one with her dwelling place, right? So I noticed a lot of body shaming, a lot of slut shaming, right? From fellow black women. But what really made this whole thing a little spicy for me and some of the other girls on the internet that are woke, woody, woke, 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 okay, is that a few days after everyone drug Chloe for staging in her underwear, which like, what else do you do at home by yourself? Um, <laughs> is um, Trigger Trey, right? Trigger, mm. you know, cause an uproar on the intranet. He, he, quite, he caused quite commotion. The commotion, honey. And those same women slut-shaming Chloe for being one with the body God gave her, honey. Well, for what she got, naturally. Were the same women. Ha <laughs> ha. Be a thirst bucket on Twitter. <laughs> and oh, which one is it, girl? Which one, which one are we doing? Which one are we doing? Because I just want us to know and be clear, like, do we love women for being free and sexual and open? Or do we not? Do we, okay, if we're gonna shame them for doing that and we don't shame men for having their whole dick out and him, and mind you, Trey going behind it and enjoying the ride. We was all thirsting over Trey, but y'all couldn't do the same thing for Chloe for being comfortable in who she is every day? Girl basking in the attention as if sir you get this attention all the damn time let's, be, let's time. keep it real right it's the and same what really what really like send sent me okay first class priority mail was the fact that like she wasn't out here getting her coochie ate was not and was even she if she was ain't that her business because she's grown okay a full-grown woman Girl, I can't. I can't. What you got for us, girl? So, as far as the pre-funk, you know, this is, it's kind of old news, but it's, it's with the news. So, we saw that, you know, we were talking about, and we haven't really gotten into it, right? But I had been following the whole Danny Lay and the baby debacle, right? When, when I was looking back at it, I'm like, oh, she's kind of been in the picture for a while. So I was just like, all right, well, that's cool. And then I see today in the internet that they broke up. She says she's single. So I'm just like, girl, was Yellow Bone not what he wanted? Was no, sis. Was that because, because, because Mimi is what he want. But we're going to leave it at that, though. Because, yeah. <laughs> together like goodness okay 
But girl, but let's be honest though. Like, even though she real, you know what? Let me not. She, you know what? I'm judging her. But um, <laughs> it's episode two, baby. So obviously we've been there too. <laughs> yes. We've been there too. So, so before we get into, I got a question for you. What's up? I got a real serious question for you. I'm going to keep it as PG-13 as I, as I possibly can. Okay, fair. It's not going to be PG-13. But, okay, before we move on to the, to the, to the meat of the, of the situation, okay? Okay, okay. In your opinion, mm-hmm. all right, do broke men deserve pussy? Broke men don't deserve no pussy, period. I know that's right. Period. No. No. And that's on wage gap inequality, okay? That's on glass ceiling. Not at all. Not at all. Cardi had to remind y'all. Cardi had to remind y'all. You you don't even deserve a whiff, okay? You deserve no part. A crumb. A crumb. (laughs) A little seasoning of such. You deserve no parts. Wow. No parts. Not at all. In case you were unaware. Now, that's not to say, and I think that's a good point to make because people make it seem like if you a hoe, people have to trick off on you and they have to pay for you. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But if you want something from me and you expect me to give you something, there has to be some sort of investment. Okay? I've talked to you about this. I want to return on my investment as far as dick. And I would hope that men want the same. So, with that, I'm going to ask you this. So, for you... What makes a hoe and what makes a fuckboy? What are they to you? What's um, to me, I mean, gender aside, because I think um, we could talk about the gendered nature of the terms themselves. But for me, a fuckboy is really somebody that like is emotionally unavailable but they want you to be available. And so all the turmoil and merry-go-round that you go on and they bring to your life and the, the terror and the yes. trauma, okay? Yes. That's a fuck boy. See, now a hoe is just, you know, you lay it down low, spread it wide at your leisure, whatever, whoever you want, whenever you want. And if you get paid on top of that, that's your business. That's your business. Okay. So is there a, a cutoff to being a hoe? Is it... Dang, they're 40, they're doing all this, they a hoe. Dang, they 50, they, or can you not be a hoe under a certain age? What are the parameters of being a hoe or being a fuckboy? I feel like being a hoe is definitely for adults. <laughs> That's not something children are involved in. I think that if we're talking about that, we're talking to have a very different, serious conversation. There we go. Um, but you. back on topic. <laughs> right. Um, oh, I think I'm at an age where it's like, I really have no desire to police other people's private parts. Like, if you want to be a hoe until you're 65, sis, bro, more power to you, okay? I personally, you know, well, I can't talk, I'm married, but like, I don't have the energy, I don't, even if like, I'm emotionally detached and it's really on my hoe phase shit. I don't have the energy to, 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 to call you, to set up appointments. Like, I ain't got time for all that. Don't. I just really don't. And but that's, that's a, I mean, you know, I, I would definitely say, I don't think there's a cutoff from being a hoe. You know, I've always said, you a hoe, people know, right? If you out here busting it for 5011 dudes in a day and that's what you want to do with your coochie pop, that's fine, you know? It's then when people start knowing. To me, that's what makes a hoe. To me. Now, everyone's tired of their own opinion. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like if you're going about your business and you carry yourself a certain way, I think the title of a hoe really has to do with how you present yourself, right? Because we put this stigma, right? I feel like society puts the stigma on women to carry themselves a certain way, right? You gotta be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets and all this other stuff. But if you wanna go out and, you know, show your body and look cute, 
and, and be comfortable who you are and maybe a little titty hanging out. Hello, hello, you should be able to do that. So I honestly feel like however you present yourself to the world, it's just however you present yourself to the world. And this trope that you only should respect women who present themselves a certain way needs to go. It did it yesterday because who, who, what? Because who do we need to present ourselves for to be respected in a certain way? This construct that every time a woman goes out the door is to appease a man, for what? For what? For, for, for men to still be stupid and ain't shit and not show up and not leave and do all these things. And I'm not here to bash because men can be hoes too, but they're never addressed in the same way. Men be out here running marathons. They have Susie in the morning, they have Keisha by lunchtime, and they go home to their wife at night. So what's the real issue here? If you have sex with someone who's a hoe, are you then a hoe? Where's the cutoff? Where's the line? I really feel like society needs to think about that and say, all right, if you're going to be out here doing the same thing that a man is doing, I can't say that you're the only hoe in the situation. When y'all are doing the same thing together, where's the line? The same thing with fuckboys. The same thing with fuckboys. Like, you know, and there's some girls who can be fuckgirls, whatever. But again, that person who's like emotionally not there, not available, but they want you to be. And that's how they, that's how the, you know, the interaction goes, basically. I feel like in my head, when I think of a hoe, a woman doesn't come to my mind. And it's like, yeah, in the traditional sense, we talk about hoes as white women. But it's like, if we're going off that definition, men are hoes bigger than us. Very no, much I just so. feel like we have to stop with this whole, like, women are hoes. Some women are hoes, definitely. But I feel like the term hoe is, you know, very gender neutral. Oh, very. Very. Absolutely. But we don't really address it as such, you know? Right. And I feel like there needs to be something said for there is a difference between a hoe and a respectable woman. And I think we kind of blur the two because the patriarchy says a respectable woman is not a hoe. When in actuality, what I choose to do with my body, what I choose to present to the world, how I choose to use my vagina for my pleasure and my enjoyment or my displeasure or disenjoyment it has nothing to do with who you perceive me as. Mm -hmm. I could be wearing a turtleneck, long trousers or a long skirt. I could have my hair covered and you could still view me as a hoe. And I think that's your problem because what does that have to do with anything? And so I feel like the term hoe, it's like, if we want to boil it down, yes, we could say like to the world presenting what is a hoe, but like when you really think about what a hoe is, like really and truly it's a prostitute. Yeah. And let's be honest, prostitution happens intentionally and unintentionally. So <laughs> I think there should be something to say for, say for that as well. And that's especially why it is gender neutral. Because if you're using your body to barter, you have just hold yourself. So whether it's for someone to act right or to get your way or for monetary value, you have just hoard yourself. <laughs> and it happens all the time. Like even listening to the new Jasmine Sullivan, she's like, hey, y'all be tricking. Y'all be tricking for your husband. You know, he gonna act right. You put it on him or you don't and you withhold it and you wait for him to act right. And then you give it back as if it's some sort of, dangling prize that that's how you control the man to get him to act right and you trick him so are we really what are, what are we really mad at here that's my thing are we mad that women have this power to do it 
and men know this or are you really mad that they're hoes and are they then like because um think- i'll say this last point and we can move on because we got some stories to tell we do i really think it just comes back to patriarchal heteronormative cis christian white values and that it doesn't really matter whether you're a virgin or not. It matters if I deem you valuable in the state that you're in right now. So it's not a matter of women are hoes, women are virtuous. It matters of I use women to my advantage whenever I want to. And when I want to settle down, I don't want to settle down with any of the women that I've tripped off on because I know how I treat them. And if they're that, then they're used goods. And I don't want used goods, even though I myself am used goods. Talk about not being able to offer what you want. But that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned that we have some stories to tell. And you're right, we do. So... You want to start with the hoes, whole phase, or the fuck phase? Does the whole phase fall into the fuck phase? I mean, I feel like for myself personally, there are two sides of the same coin. And it's like fuck boys, meaning the the, the behavior that was exhibited towards me, and whole phase in the 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 behaviors I exhibited. <laughs> to somebody else towards them okay. so basically me being a fuck boy was my whole face oh do tell i mean let's let's just go over fuck boys first because i feel like i think well i'll say it personally a fuck boy didn't turn me into a whole face or anything like that or put me on to fucking with more fuck boys. Um, but I will say as a whole, women, black women, millennial black women, you know, our whole face is sometimes triggered by a fuck boy. So that's, That's you know, (laughs) I feel like we're all, we're, we're, we're related. We're relating to the girls right now. So, I mean, I have plenty of, archived files in my head. Um, oh, I'm thinking about this one specific guy, right? I met him, I think I was like 21. And we're gonna call him Clarence. I was a fan of Clarence, just so you know. Wait a minute, time out. What do you mean you were a fan of Clarence? Girl, he was fine. Girl, okay, yeah, he was, he is, okay. He but is. what I mean, he still is fine, but. Dear God, back. Listen, okay. So I think that what's really made that stick out to me is because he was so fine. And looking back, I, I would have been like, girl, read the room, okay? <laughs> read the room. Let's see as they want a relationship. Even though his actions contradict his words, his words that told you over and over again, I don't want a relationship. Not now, <laughs> Clarence was a fuckboy because, because of his actions contradicting what he said. Like many fuckboys saying, oh, I don't want a relationship and I'm not ready and I can't give you what you need, but when you come to buy. When I told you, tell me your deepest, darkest dreams and your feelings. I want to get to know you on a spiritual, emotional level, but I don't want to be with you though. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with you because I've been hurt. I've been hurt. I can't be hurt again. But when you come and buy. (laughs) I need you there. I need you around. Right, and, and be, be available when I call you, but when you call me, you can't reach me. I know. Honey, he had me, he had me on a roller coaster so bad, so bad, girl, I slipped into a depression, I gained 75 pounds, girl, I'm still. 
working off that 75 pounds, but it's okay. Okay. We learned our lesson. Learned it. And but, that's, that's the cycle really for, for fuck boys to situationships. Like, I think the fuck boys are the kings of situationships. If there is a, a, a thing to say to that. And you're right. You're, you're apt. That was the key. So my fuckboy story. Ooh, talk about it. <laughs> so, you know, for legalities, right? Um, this man's name. Let's call him. I bet you I know who you're talking about, too. Through osmosis. <laughs> Not through osmosis. <laughs> I talk about him a lot because he's been so trash for so long and I've just been Exchange notes beforehand so we can know, keep together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Zach, I met around the same age, right? 21. And girl, is that the universal age for fuck boys into your life? I, I think it is. I, I feel like, I feel like it is. And the thing with Zach is Zach was congruent with another fuck boy. So, it, it really, <laughs> it really like layered on the fuckboyisms, <laughs> which, you know, it just kind of bubbled over. So Zach is very charming. Um, he, you know, was very, you know, um, touchy and, and, and sensual. And he was a little older, right? He's a little older than me. He met me when I was at work. And we exchanged numbers and it was really refreshing, right? It was really refreshing to have someone like, oh, wow, like, you notice me, you know, I'm, I'm not even looking cute, like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, Zach and I, we talked for a few months, you know what I'm saying? And I just noticed like, I didn't really see him much, right? But he always wanted to come over. But only when he had time to come over, not when I actually had time to come over. And mind you, 21, you know, junior year of college, you're busy, you're doing all the things, you're trying to be, you know, scholastic and whatnot, and you're trying to think of your career, and obviously you have friends, and you're working, and you have family, right? Like, you're doing all these things. So, specifically, he would do this thing where, like, he would just want to pop up. And I think this is key fuckboy. Like, I don't know what manual they read, but they like to pop up and then be mad that you're busy. The book of future, chapter one. Chapter one, let's open to it. <laughs> he would like to pop up and be mad at me that I'm busy. And somehow in my head, I would apologize. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, you're right. Yeah, but, you know, I don't really see you and you always be busy. But thinking to myself also, sir, you don't, you know, hit me up in any time. You just say you here and you want to see me and I'm supposed to stop, drop a roll for you. And I did, I did. And I was just like, yeah, like, you're right. Oh my God, like, I don't see you. And it's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. And one time I remember I was so over it, right? And it was just like back and forth, right? It was just back and forth. I was getting ready to go out of the country for a little bit and I was leaving and he was talking to me heavy, right? This one, he like, yeah, I love you. You know, just know that, be safe. I was like, oh my God, you said you love me. Like a dumb bitch. Fuck boys love to pull out that shit when they want to, right? Right, 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 right. And like, you ain't love me no other time but the time I'm like, fuck you. Okay. Any other. 
Mind you, this was the kicker with him. I hadn't had sex with him. I hadn't had sex oh, with girl, him. Oh, girl, you wasn't even digmatized like me? <laughs> not, girl. Yet. not yet. Not yet. Girl. <laughs> not girl. Yet. I, was, I was a dumb bitch. That's what it was. Like, there wasn't even no dick involved. I was just dumb, right? So I let this man talk to me any kind of way, and that would be mean. He would be so mean. And one time, I remember, I was very upset. I started crying. He was like, yo, stop that stupid shit. I started crying more. <laughs> I was just like. Girl, why you ain't calling me? We would whoop his ass together. Girl, you would have had to burn him alive. I mean, honestly. Look, now, you know, I, you know, you listen. One thing, look, I may let a nigga play me. But your car gonna be fucked up in the process. Oh, and you only slash three tires, not four, because if you do four, then the insurance company pays for it. Thank you. So, so yeah, like I feel like as I and and mind you, like Zach was still in my life until uh last year. So girl, the COVID, <laughs> it was like, look, sis. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just like, okay. You know, there was a line and I had to realize that he crossed it hella times, hella times. But I, I think that's part of like the switch, right? Like, you know, you're like, okay, you know, this was fun for a little bit. You know, this was exciting because I was getting what I wanted. But now, you know, I'm not. You don't even talk to me like I'm a person anymore. You're not even giving me dick anymore. What am I supposed to do? What, what, what do I do with this? This is nothing. What, I can do nothing with this? So, exactly. Now, my whole phase, and I don't even know if I really had a full whole phase, didn't really coincide. Before we move on to whole phases, put some stop gaps in our topics. Oh. Our girls be friends. Ooh. This tidbit. Okay. So I did want to say, after having this conversation about fuckboys and just really pulling apart, like, what I would consider a fuckboy, what I'm not would consider a fuckboy, I really have come to realize a fuckboy is really like that man you let play you over and over again. Because there'll be some of them that come in your life and play you, be like, ah, ah, the left, right? And we don't consider them fuckboys. No. But I think it really has to do with like that self-reflection, like, wow. So the really and truly they're a fuckboy because I didn't stop myself soon enough. <laughs> and I hate, I hate talking negatively to myself. But as you said, if I could have grabbed my younger self by the neck and shook myself real quick, just real quick, you know what I'm saying? And again, like, I don't believe it was a wasted experience, a wasted time at all, but it was just like, dang, like, why did I let somebody dog me like that for years, like years? And you're right. Like, that's the point that I think we have to make about fuckboys is like, they're only the fuckboys because you let them be fuckboys and you don't have to do that at all. But then again, I think this is a great segment into the times we ourselves was also fuckboy behavior. <laughs> and some nigga let us run rampant through their life. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> I feel like the most fuckboy thing I ever did, and you know this, it wasn't a phase. It was just the, this one most fuckboy thing I ever oh, did. See, me and you are totally different. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the worst thing I ever did that was like wow really I answered the phone like mid stroke and oh, <laughs> oh wow and I held the conversation <laughs> oh I don't even think I have a comment about that I don't even know what to say about that why is this? Why I mean, was, that was, what was what's going on that day? So this person, we know him. Um, 
we've known each other for a while and um we're gonna call him anthony so anthony and i had known each other for a while we'd never done anything but there was chemistry there you know because you know we grew up together and so one one day you know we were like all right you know let's see what's popping and you know i didn't like it and now i know who you're talking about oh my god <laughs> Lord, okay. And it threw me off a little bit because I liked him so much as a person. Like, we vibe, we're cool, he had swag, he was witty, you know, handsome, like, like he was a good dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, Anthony, wow, this is not, I didn't like this, wow. So I was still there, I fell asleep, and... Anthony wanted to go again in the morning. And so I was kind of like, you know, rolling over, tossing and turning. And, you know, Anthony starts eating me out. And my phone rings. And I answer it. He doesn't stop. So I'm like, shit. Hey, girl. Uh-huh. No, nah, girl, I'm not busy. What's up? Anthony's still going. Yeah, girl. Wow, that's crazy. What happened? Uh-uh. No. And by the time I'm off the phone, then Anthony stops and kind of gets up and looks at me and walks to the side of the room. And I roll back over and finish sleeping. And, but Anthony still wanted to do it again. Like, after that. And I was like, you know what? Not at the same instance. I was like, you know what? I think I gotta go. I I I think I need to leave. I think I think we're done here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. And they are still friends to this day. But that's. Wow, wow, wow. I'm not even gonna comment on that. Nope, because I mean, what you gotta say? I'm not gonna comment on that. I just, I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. So that was probably the peak of me being a fuckboy. But you know, I think I learned from that and um, I'm a better person from that. I would hope so, sis. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so we're just gonna go into my story because I really cannot comment on that I can my heart won't let me anywho uh, um, okay that's fine <laughs> it, yeah it, it's, fine. it's fine yeah I'm just gonna just go to the next thing So listen, I had a couple of hoe phases. Okay. Um, who didn't have a hoe phase in undergrad? I feel like undergrad equals hoe phase. That's when you're supposed to do it. But what did you go to college for? Like for an education? <laughs> a degree? <laughs> the first part? Like, <laughs> not I said the cat. Literally. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there are some stories that will carry over from that. Right. And these people will pop back up. So, you know. That's, that. see, that be the thing with you and I. Yeah. Okay, we be playing whack-a-mole, okay? I be rotisserating the fuck out of, out of all of them. Just keep them in rotisseration. <laughs> so, I mean... Emotionally, I don't think I can top that just because I took that really hard. That story you just told, I just <laughs> it sent it. It, it sent me. It, 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 it took you there. It took you there. It sent me. It okay. sent me somewhere, and I was uncomfortable. We'll be back. <laughs> we said we're gonna keep it real for the so girl. We're gonna keep it real because this 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 story that I got I got for y'all. I mean, it's a, it's a throwback of a throwback. Okay, TBT. Yeah. On Thursday. Okay. Right. 
And actually, because Valentine's Day is coming up, and I have a very a very memorable Valentine's Day with this particular person. You know, I'm kind of. Well, anyways, so. Oh, girl, how do I even start this with? with you know what? The saga that you was her knows this story. Look, I you know the story. So in high school. <laughs> Let me get there was this particular young man that um um let's call him Jordan, okay? Let's call this young man Jordan. Hold on, let me. Okay, so. Jordan and I kind of, kind of grew up in the same circle. Um, and in high school, we started messing around on the low low, the real low low. Um, we'll talk about the, the ins and outs of that later. Um, but you know, after we graduate, um, at this time, I am dealing with another young man at our high school. We're we, we gonna call him Ricky, okay? Now, Ricky, we don't talk about Ricky a lot throughout these episodes, but we're gonna talk about Jordan and Ricky a lot in these episodes. They're key. They're keys. Maybe. talked about my keys, but we'll go, we'll go back. We'll go back. What'd you say? I haven't even talked about my key players, but we'll go back. Sure, okay, we're getting into some key players in this whole podcast. <laughs> okay. So y'all can keep up. Keep up. Right. So at this time, I'm kind of involved heavy with Ricky. And, you know, Ricky's kind of giving me fuckboy vibes, okay? But what Ricky doesn't know is, honey, you playing games? I'm the game master. Cool. So Ricky's playing games. Jordan over here, we kind of never fell off, but because it wasn't kind of an out there thing, there was nothing really to stop because that's my business. Um, <laughs> so after graduation, you know, I'm starting undergrad, you know, dealing with Ricky, we're kind of figuring out like, are we gonna be together? Are we not gonna be together? Mind you, this is after I took Ricky's virginity, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> so Ricky was tripping and I was like you know what you was big tripping whole time I ain't like that I ain't like that either because as he grew older he was tripping even more right. so look yeah. he, he has his own problems so I kind of find out Ricky is kind of talking to this other girl at our school and I'm like you know what I'm grown okay I'm 18 I don't need this bullshit, okay? Fuck you, Ricky. Fuck you. So, <laughs> so you know, Jordan had went away for, you know, the first semester. You know, I stayed home locally, went to a local college or whatever. And so, you know, Jordan hits my line. He's like, hey, what's poppin'? Not like that, because Jordan's not, you know, Valley girl. <laughs> So Jordan calls me and it's like, you know, not calls me, he texts me because that's how we communicate. And was like, you know, what's up? I'm trying to see you. And I'm like, well, what's up? I'm trying to see you too. What's popping? What's up? What's popping? What's popping? And so Ricky texts me. He's like, so what's up? You coming over later? And I was like, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. So now you're at a conundrum. Ain't no conundrum, bitch. <laughs> Ain't no conundrum. <laughs> conundrum for what? Confusion and right. frustration for what? Because <laughs> Ricky was messing up. Look, Ricky was always messing up. He's still messing up. You know, I just... Accurate. So I said, okay, cool. So I said, oh, I'll be... Let's just... I'll do an adjacent city, not the real city. I'll be in Auburn. Meet me in Auburn because I'm going to Ricky's house, but he don't know that. <laughs> and Ricky lives in Auburn. So why not just meet me going, <laughs> you know? So 
Jordan, you know, slides through Auburn. I take my tail from home and I slide through Auburn. Um, we, because you know, that's what children do when you're 18 and have nowhere else to go. You just go in the car. Yeah. So I am giving all of my tea away to cover myself. <laughs> all of it. All of it. But so, you know, let's, you know, I see what's popping with Jordan. You know, we do our thing. And when I left that situation, I went to Ricky's house. So you did a marathon. Girl. Um. <laughs> That's okay. I would call it a marathon. But, you know. So <laughs> that's a little jeopardy drop of a story in in my hotels, you know. I'm not Jasmine Sullivan, but you know, I got some stories to tell. Fair. And you know what? I kind of got caught low-key. Mm. See, that's what makes it really a hotel. Because I did get caught because a third party that knew the both of them found out. I don't know if they were, you know what, that's what it was. So Ricky and Jordan had a mutual friend. Let's call this. You're friends with? Huh? That you're friends with? No. Okay. I'm friends, you don't you don't know him. He oh. went to school. So Jordan and Ricky have this mutual friend. We're gonna call him Bernard. Um, so I think Bernard was talking to Jordan and Jordan let some information off. And then I think he was talking to Ricky and Ricky let some information slip. And so Bernard then told Ricky and Jordan that um, Sierra messed around both of y'all and she ain't let y'all know. And so Ricky asked me about it and I was like, well, yeah. And then Jordan called me <laughs> and asked me about it. And I was like, because Jordan called me first. Because Jordan was that one where it's like, I don't want nobody to know. Like, we got to get this on the low. And I was like, for me, that was like, that is perfectly fine for me. <laughs> I don't need nobody else in my business, especially because he was a very, a very popular person, I will say. And so Jordan called me and was like, so are you messing with Ricky? And did you tell him about us? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, why? I said, because it's my business and, I, and he wants to date me and I thought he should know. <laughs> By yourself. And so, and then Ricky asked me like, are you messing with him? Like Ricky called me on three-way. <gasps> this is back when three-way was like, somebody caught the fuck up. That's how you have to be careful. With Bernard. Oh, Bernard was on the three-way. Bernard was on the three-way. And I knew Bernard was on the three because the way Ricky was questioning me was odd. But see, the way the way I set up, sir, oh, you want some answers? I spilled all the tea. Yup, yup, yes, uh-huh, mm-hmm, show did. What I gotta lie for, Craig. Okay. And what, and what are you gonna do about it? Be back on my line tomorrow as you were? Okay, cool. See, it's why it's why I say. It definitely is what you allow because they didn't have to put up with that. But you know what? I did what I did because I could get away with it. And you did. You did. So did you ever, I mean, what happened with you and Ricky? I mean, I know what happened with you and Ricky. Yeah, me and Ricky, we like, we're kind of on again, off again for like the following few years. And eventually, well, okay. So R Ricky... This is all private school. I'm telling myself right now, but it's okay. Cause nobody knows my real business except for my real friends. And you know, real friends don't let real friends be out here looking a mess. So yeah, um, I actually thought Ricky was gonna be my man. I don't know why I thought Ricky was gonna be my man, but I thought Ricky was gonna be my man. Y'all did. And it was like really weird to me because it's like we, we grew up in private school, but then after he graduated, I guess I broke his little heart. Now he a crybaby. He turned into a thug and was a drug dealer. I don't know. He what? Girl. I didn't know that. No, like we can put Not this life. No, like later on when we were like, you know, messing with each other heavy and stuff. 
I went to his apartment when he finally like moved out because you know we were children when we started moving, like started all of this. And girl, yeah, drugs and guns, drugs and guns. Well, bang bang, shoot him up then. Hit him up. <laughs> but girl, okay, let's get to the soul food section so we can encourage the girls. What is your right? So that's it then. <laughs> that is. And so, and not a high <laughs> I think as far as being encouraged um you know we talked about hoes we talked about fuck boys we talked about being a whole phase we talked about being a fuck boy in and of yourself so I think the biggest key takeaway that I wanted to present in this segment was it's okay that you've made a mistake and you don't have to continue making the mistake because of how long you've been making it. Okay. Anything that's worth doing should not be traumatic. It should not be turmoil. You know, it, it shouldn't be that way. Not to say that any relationship isn't going to be hard. Right. But I'm saying, you know, we learned a lot from having gone through that. And you and I have both been in therapy for various reasons at various points in our life. However, these relationships that we've experienced and the people that we were when we experienced them are not the same people we are now. So as my inspiration, guys, I just want you to know it is okay if you made mistakes before. You don't have to keep making them. And those mistakes do not define you, right? They do not define you. You don't have to regret anything. But know that, you know, if you knew better, you do better. And do better. Do it. Actually do that shit. That was my soul food for this segment. All right, girl. So I got me a hot plate of oxtails and gravy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So then with this first soul food section, especially when we're talking about fuck boys and especially hoe phases and, you know, speaking to the girls, okay, and the guys, because you know what? We're here for everybody. I would say the biggest piece of advice I can give you right now is that other people's behavior is not about you. Anytime someone mm. is hurting you, anytime someone is doing these things to you, like regardless of how you feel about them, regardless of if you're actually hurt by them, when people do things to you or they behave a certain way, that is a reflection of what they're feeling on the inside. That is a reflection of who they hold themselves to be. And if someone is going to dog you out, that is because on the inside, they do not feel like they are worth carrying themselves as a person that speaks life into the others that they encounter. So I know it's very hard to grasp, especially when you're young and when you're just figuring out life and growing into your adulthood and you want these relationships and you know some that most of the time they're not going to work out because on the road to finding the person that you're supposed to be with you're going to encounter these lessons right but in the lessons that you're learning understand your teacher is teaching from their perspective and not yours mm -hmm. and how they treat you is not a reflection of who you are and your worth and value but of what they think theirs is mm -hmm. so with that honey with it <laughs> have a great valentine's day weekend okay girl if you want to get pregnant if you don't practice um <laughs> if you want to spend time i actually um set up a sometimes with some girls you know love on yourself love on your friends you know love whoever like absolutely love all and don't forget like Okay, if you're on YouTube, like this, comment down below, subscribe to our podcast out on all the platforms below, follow us on Instagram, especially, okay, click the notification bell, okay, turn on post notifications on Instagram, and we'll be here for you every Thursday, girl, we, we got you next week with some, what, what, what we talking about next week, it's my favorite, it's my favorite. Next week, can I tell them? So next week, we're going to be talking about dating in the Pacific Northwest. 
versus dating in the South, honey. We're gonna get into all this tea. You thought this, if you thought this was tea, honey, come get you some sweet tea next week, okay? Get you some. Get you some. All right, y'all. That's that's what we got. Peace, love, and all the above. <laughs>